You're listening to a podcast on Accelerate, brought to you by University of Utah Health. What's your first memory of each other? So, March of 1984, uh, 34 years ago, I was a student nurse at the University of Utah, and for my final quarter of school, I was placed on the pediatric unit here at the University of Utah Hospital. And my first impression of Cynthia um, being a, a student, I was a little bit intimidated because she just seemed to know everything. Um, she was so good with the, the patients, um, and I was intimidated by taking care of patients at that point in time being a student. And she just had such an easy way with everything and didn't get um, flustered by things or if parents were upset or, uh, you know, we, we dealt with kids who were in pain. She just kind of took it all in stride and dealt with things and was just really a great role model to me as a student nurse. And she was always happy and made work fun and I hadn't really thought of you know my experience in a work setting as something that might be fun and it was it was really fun so you know that's interesting you brought up the student part because I'd forgotten about you being a student like how did you materialize on our unit but when Kathy started to work on our unit people naturally gravitated to her and her and she was a natural born leader really and truthfully I, I mean this is interesting to hear you say that because um Kathy's leadership skills came just shining through and she was only there for in my mind a nanosecond and and Phi South was in a lot of um flex we'd gone through managers and it was a super busy unit. We had a, it was a 40 bed pediatric unit. And did we still have the, the PEDS ICU there when? When I came, no, it was gone. And so, and we were, the summers were crazy. Yeah. We took care of chronically ill kids and then we couldn't keep a manager. And so um, we felt so strongly and, and there were a lot of nurses on that unit that had been there for, you know, long time. long time. And we all felt together as a group that Kathy would make a great leader for our unit. And so, you know, we um, rallied around her and supported her as she moved down that path. And because in, in reality, if you look back on it, I mean, she was essentially a new grad yeah. and put into this leadership role. And so um, my confidence and faith in Kathy, just, you know, my experience um, with her previously as a, a new grad and working with us, I mean, she just rose up to that, the highest level in my mind. And I would follow her. What was your role at the time, Cynthia? Um, I was a, a LPN. At so the you were time, a staff nurse. A staff nurse. I'd started the year before Kathy had started, and mm -hmm. so that was my role. What when you say that Cynthia was fun? Mm -hmm. What do you remember about that? Um, that that she recognized that children um, weren't just little adults, and you know she didn't just leave them languishing in their beds between medications. 
but she really engaged with them and got to know them on a personal level and what they liked and didn't like. And um, we we played with the kids um, as part of work, which was really a terrific thing for me. I really never intended to be a nurse and was placed on that pediatric unit just by happenstance. I, I didn't select it. I was just put there. <clears throat> and Cynthia actually invited me to CF camp. We used to have a camp for all the children with cystic fibrosis um, before we knew about um, infectious organism transmission as much as we do now. And that was such a, a wonderful experience for me that summer um, because it took the, the kids out of the hospital setting, but they were still they still had CF, they still had to do their treatments, they still had to get their medications. But it was it was really play. Um, but even in the hospital setting, there was always time to play um, with the kids. One of the things that I remember um, real specifically is I, I liked to work the night shift when I was a staff nurse, and um, we would have the kids out at the nurses' station, the older kids, the the um, adolescents, and play um, dirty word Scrabble with them, or um, you know just kind of. Dirty <laughs> I mean, they 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 were adolescents who were um, who were not only sick, but many of them were dying, um, and it was a safe place for them to be who they were and not be, you know, a sick kid in a hospital dying, but just to hang out with their peers. Um, and we, I I felt privileged to be kind of included in that group. You know, all the textbooks back then would have said, oh, don't. Um, develop any kind of personal relationships with your patients. You, you know, there's got to be an us and them. Um, you're the professional, they're the patient. You know, those lines should never be blurred. Um, but Cynthia showed me that those lines indeed had to be blurred in order to be as successful as we were in providing outstanding care to those kids, not only from uh, a medical standpoint, but, but from a personal standpoint as well. Yeah, no, it just wasn't the children either, though. We right. learned to develop relationship with, with their other, family. Yeah, and and then, us as the things that we went through on that unit, yeah. because, you know, death and dying and the, the pain that these kids were going through with our limb lengthenings and our scoliosis patients, like, that brought us together as, like, this work family. It was, it was very tight-knit, and um, it was emotional. It was, it really was... It was yeah. a good time, so. So, you both have since been at the university another thirty years. Yep. Mm-hmm. But this era of your lives seems—am I stretching too far to say that it seems to have influenced how you think about team building and culture? Absolutely. Huge influence. Absolutely. Yep. Care. Yes. Yeah. It, so, tell me a little bit about that. It established a really great base. Like I said, I never intended to be a nurse. I just was getting a nursing degree because I'd been in school for so long and didn't know what I was doing. Um, and it it put me in a series of being in the right place at the right time is the way I think of my career at the University of Utah. You know, I've been really fortunate to work here for 34 years but have 11 different jobs. Um, and that job, that first job on that pediatric unit really set me up um, for success for 34 years in understanding the importance of relationships 
with patients, with families, with staff members, with physicians, with ancillary uh, personnel. You know, we, as part of our, our family, our, our Five South family included every member of the team. Um, we had a couple of really terrific housekeepers that were on our team that were part of our family. We had a dietitian, we had a school teacher, we had a child life therapist, we had um, respiratory therapists, physical therapists, you know, physicians, pharmacists. Um, pharmacists. I mean, it was the whole team that was part of that family that that um, really came together and helped us provide such outstanding care to that patient population. And so that foundation of knowing that every member of the team was so important to the um, outcomes for the patients that we cared for, uh, I, I couldn't have had a better foundation laid for me in terms of understanding the importance of every single member of the team. Um, I mean, it was just outstanding. It was. And those are the, that time I think solidified for me, and especially working under Kathy's leadership, I took so many nuggets with me. And I, I have referred to my management style, how I approach my team, and how I approach people. I always refer back to how Kathy taught me, really. You know, you treat people as you want to be treated. You know, respect gets respect. And um, your team is so important in that, in those relationships with that team. And that's exactly what I learned from Kathy. So where I go, I always refer back to Kathy and say, "This I learned these skills from my manager mm-hmm. because, you know, Kathy taught me how to carry myself. And it's been good. So you both, I think you've used this word, but you definitely have used the word family. Mm-hmm. Tell me about why you, you're using that word. Um, because I really got to know on a personal level all the members of the team. It wasn't just, oh, well, there's the um, housekeeper taking out the trash. Um, you know, she, she, there were two of them in particular that were um, really important part of our team, and they learned how to work with the kids. You know, it was different than working with adults. Everybody understood the importance of relying on one another to feel, fulfill the role that each person was in that led to the whole outcome for the patient. And I think that's kind of like a family. You, you understand the role each member of that family plays and you know who you rely on for what within your family. And you have an emotional connection. I think that was... Um, different for a work environment to have such a strong emotional connection with all of the members of the team. And and in a family, if you can't deal with something, someone will step in and help you. And that's exactly what happened on Five South on a daily basis. If you were really getting burnt out taking care of a family and, and their and their child that maybe was dying, we had the support of each other. It was just you know, hand in hand, we would take care of each other so we could take care of these kids. So you had the opportunity to step back and know that someone else equally qualified could step in and, and take care of that child that day because it was very it was intense. Yeah. And we, how we, many children we, did we lose? We attended funerals together <laughs> as a, a group of the, our patients who died. Um, that was one of the first impressions I have of Cynthia is, 
her inviting me to attend Todd Anderson's funeral, um, who was one of the first patients that died while I was um, a student on the unit. And I, I was kind of taken aback by it because there was this textbook separation. You know, what do you mean go to a patient's funeral? Um, but I went to Todd's funeral with the, fa the Five South family, and it was a, a wonderful experience for me. It provided closure to the experience that I'd had with Todd um, as a, a patient, but more importantly, as a person. Um, and that became an important part of what we did because so many of our patients did die. Um, and, and I think that helped to solidify that family feeling as well. Right. And you know what was very interesting is even after these um, children would pass away, their parents would come back to see us, and we were part of their lives. We were integrated, woven into their lives, and we played a huge, important role in their life. And um, even our chronically ill patients that would, you know, they'd be just here for a, a doctor's visit down in, you know, kidney clinic. Right. They would they would make a point to come up to say hello and bring their ch child. You know, we went through, I, we were talking yesterday, I was talking with Bruce about um, Kristen Reese and the work that she had done. Yeah. And we had the very first AIDS baby on our unit. And with that baby, I mean, we were all like frightened by that. We were, yeah. Very we were. frightened by that. And then, and then fast forward, you know, I don't know, 10 years maybe. And we had another baby and the mother that, um, the baby was, um, had AIDS and the mom was HIV positive and watching the entire staff wrap their arms around this baby and her, the, and the mom. And we did it as a team. Most most proud of of your career here? I am most proud of um, my role as a leader within the facility and the influence I have had over so many other people um, who are now in uh, leadership positions beyond B who continue to influence other people um, and and so it's kind of like a legacy of that um, what I think of as my positive influence in helping people to understand the importance of team the importance of respect it continues on um, even after I'm gone I, I feel like the my guess the proudest thing that I have is being able to have taken all of those experiences and moved it forward in my career and so yeah, I have those experiences to fall back on and to remember. And when I'm in difficult situations, when I have a, a difficult physician that um, may be upset about X, Y, Z, or even difficult patients, or even my le my leadership team, I can fall back on that base that I brought with me from Five South, and that has helped me. And and I I'll, I feel like all I have done is. Uh, solidified that and grown from there exponentially but that you know is the my core and so I'm super yeah. proud of that yeah and, and I'd have to say it's not only the people who have grown into leadership roles but all of the people who I have worked with over the years who whatever role they're in um, I hope to have had some influence on them in understanding their uh, the importance of their role, the importance of respect, the importance of including the patient as part of the team. Cynthia, what is the one thing that you want to make 
sure Kathy knows. How grateful I am for the opportunity. See, but this is not there. That the opportunity that she gave me, um, and having the trust and confidence in my abilities to put me in a leadership role, and that just started my journey. I mean, I I had never intended. I always knew I was going to be a nurse from. That's my first memory, taking care of my grandpa when I was three. And so I never intended a leadership role um, ever. I was always going to be a nurse. And because of Kathy and how she treated us and what she taught us, it started me on that leadership journey. And Kathy um, trusted that I could take our team as her assistant and I was able to step into that. So I will be forever grateful for her. I would not be retiring after 34 years at University of Utah Hospital um, if it weren't for Cynthia because I would never have come to work here if it weren't for her um, not intending to be a nurse and going wherever they put me. Um, Cynthia included me as part of the Five South family, even as a student, um, and made me want to be part of that team. Um, and so I stayed after being having that wonderful student experience um, and really loved 95% um, of the last 34 years. Um, and it would not have happened if it were not for Cynthia. Mm -hmm. Give some advice to people about how to, how to have a 34-year career here. I mean, both of you have had that long, that long mm -hmm. of careers. Well, when I started, I had never held a job for very I was a checker at Albertsons I took a two dollar cut and pay to be a nurse and I had that's didn't amazing. even sign up I didn't even sign up for disability because I'm like disability that's for old people yeah. so I my intent wasn't to be on this I mean I seriously had no plan I knew I wanted to be a nurse and I was given a list of areas to choose from and I said oh Pete sounds fun and so that's how I ended up in pediatrics and then that just grew with me and I think having a love for what you do because the, the day that this is not fun the day that this doesn't inspire me the day that it is not a joy to see us accomplish things and for me to be able to motivate people that would be the day that I need to say okay I'm done I have that conversation with Dan but I think you have to have a passion in what you're doing. And if you don't, then you need to find it. And that's, I feel like, is a, a good part of my role as well. And I've had lots of conversations with many, many people over the years. If you're not passionate about what you do, then go find that. Because we work too many hours, too much time of our lives is spent working. So if you're not passionate about it, I just can't imagine the drudgery of coming to work and hating to be here. So that would be my message to people is you have to love what you do so that you can make a difference. Um, for me, it's always been about, like I mentioned, the patient. Um, whatever role I've been in, 
regardless of whether it's been at the bedside providing care to the patient and the family or if it's been um, as an administrator in an office far away from the patients. The patient's always been my primary concern and I have been able to have 11 different jobs and always keep the patient as my primary concern and I guess that's my passion you know that that really is true what Cynthia said you have to be have uh, some kind of an ideal that keeps you coming back even when that five percent of the time it's not so great being here um, but I've always been able to maintain my focus on what can I do in whatever role I'm in to make sure that the patient is getting the very best possible experience and outcome that they can get and I have always strived to uh, make that better in any way that I possibly can uh, and that's what's kind of kept me going is that there's the patient out there that they don't care about the bureaucracy and the red tape and the, um, the changes in leadership and the turmoil that, that happens behind the scenes. They care about their experience as a patient in this hospital um, or in our outpatient uh, settings, with what, wherever they are within uh, our healthcare system. Um, they care about that. And if we aren't always in whatever role we're in striving to improve that experience for them, make sure that they're getting the best possible outcome, um, then I think it would, I, I wouldn't want to be if here like if this, I'm not, if I didn't have that focus. Visit AccelerateUtah.com.